0: This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jonathan Hall. in for Sarah Fenske. Black Males in Education St. Louis is a platform where educators of color, particularly black men, can connect, find mentorship, and advocate for more black voices in the classrooms. The organization's founders, Daryl Diggs and Howard Fields, received the 2020 Launch Code Moonshot Challenge Award. Daryl Diggs, Jr., principal of Hardin Middle School in the St. Charles City School District, joins us now to talk about the project. Daryl, thank you very much for being on St. Louis on the Air.
1: Thank you for having me. Why is it
0: important for this group to exist and to do the work that it's doing?
1: Mm -hmm. It is extremely important uh, for this work for a variety of reasons. And, and if I may you know, just quote a, 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 a statistic, is that across the state of Missouri, if we were to add up all of the teachers and then also you know, break them down into demographics, there is approximately a little over 1% of those educators in Missouri that are black males. And furthermore, as we reflect, or as I reflect on my personal experience, you know, growing up, you know, through the K-12 school system, there were very few um, teachers of color, and this specifically black males who were my teachers. So if I were to count, um, I had two from K-12, and then once I graduated and went into post-secondary, um, very few and far between. And as I think about. Uh, students in classrooms, you know, they need to have that opportunity to learn from a variety of individuals, and we believe that it is our mission and our vision to uh, to increase that number and that likelihood that all students are able to have that opportunity to to learn from a diverse uh, staff, a diverse uh, teaching force, um, and that's what we're we're here to do.
0: For me, um, when this issue really came to light was a few years ago when something was going around social media that said, how old were you when you had your first black teacher? And it was really shocking to me to see the large percentage of people that were responding with high school, college, or never. And I think that really kind of... um, uh, showed the issue that we're up against. Um, do you find that people are unaware of how widespread it is that we don't have diverse voices in the classroom?
1: I, I'm not surprised that people are not surprised or, or that they are unaware. Um, now, again, I gave a statistic about the state of Missouri, but if we look across the country from sea to shining sea, black males uh, equate for 2%. Of the teaching force in classrooms, and and furthermore, like I don't think it's widely talked about. Um, therefore, many people may not be aware or know. Um, I had an opportunity not very long ago to speak to um, a small group of elementary students, and, and in my conversation, you know, with them, like they were captivated, almost as if I was, um, you know, presenting them something with a lot of money or very uh, much value. But then I really started to think deeply. Will these young people in elementary school ever have the opportunity to, to have a teacher that looks like me? Um, and the answer was no. Like they have the chance to move through their elementary school, middle school, and then graduate from their high school without having a black male teacher. And, and I'm not ter- totally sure that many people know that, that fact. Um, And this is, I believe, consistent in many school districts across uh, our state, of course, and in St. Louis.
0: What are the barriers that are keeping our classrooms from, uh, and our teachers from looking like America?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I would say there's quite a few. Uh, One of those barriers, I believe, are in hiring practices. I believe it's in policy. I believe uh, another barrier... um, Are just the the stigmas that are across the country when it comes to school districts. Um, people of color, they have this thought of what they've seen in school districts, whether it's in the news, what their classrooms look like, you know, the prevalence of uh, other teachers of color. So, for example, like if I were to look for a position or try to advance, I would be less apt to move into a particular situation if there's no one that looks like me in that situation. So, so then, thus, I would feel um, alone, I would feel isolated and left with no support um, when it comes to that mentorship and advocacy uh, for my space in that, uh, in that arena.
0: Do you think systemic racism is more prevalent in education than it is in other uh, areas of our society?
1: I think systemic racism is prevalent in all aspects of teaching and learning as well as um, America across the board. I think systemically there are such deep issues when it comes to racism that it's easy to see and believe that it's not there, that it's not a thing that um, is in the fabric of our country and in the fabric of education. So for example, if uh, if we were to go outside right now, and if it's raining, imagine racism being the rain. Many people believe that they would still be dry in a downpour.
0: I mean, do you think, though, that, that do you think there's, there are things about education that make that even more true than it might be in some other industry or profession or something
1: like that? Yes, absolutely. Um, when we think about standardized testing, you know, when we think about um, tracking and clustering students you know, a lot of that work has been designed you know over decades you know this isn't brand new but over decades of um, institutionalized oppression and and bias towards uh, groups of, of people especially our students and so with our organization like our our main focus again is to increase you know um, Educators of color, of course, but also to provide uh, an umbrella that dives deep into the recruitment, development, support, and mentorship of black educators. And if we're able to do that, which I have seen that we, that we, that we are able to, then we can increase that number of, of educators of color inside classrooms. And thus, that will impact our students to give them that worldview and that, that diverse lens um, that we're all operating in, in society.
0: Your organization is just a little more than a year old, but it made such an impact that it received um, the, the Launch Code Moonshot Challenge Award. Uh, there were hundreds of nominees for these awards. What does it sig- signify to you and to your group and the work that you've been doing that you got this recognition?
1: It, it means to us that we're ready. It means that St. Louis is ready. It, it means that there are um, pockets of uh, communities that are thirsty to be able to, to, to drink from this well and also have those tough conversations. So, for example, um, Dr. Fields, he, he's now the assistant superintendent of human resources in the Kirkwood School District. Him and I met through a, um, a statewide development called um, OLE, where we went off into the woods to go hiking and orienteer to learn leadership skills and and is is very rare that you're in a space in education and there's someone that's just like you, especially another black male. So him and I connected very quickly, and there was a situation that um, I was involved in where I was on social media that somebody created that was very hurtful, you know, very sick with with racism. And so him and I decided that how about we create a group or or a social event to bring black males together to be able to to hear, to listen, to heal. Um, and thus be that support. And so, from that conversation, which was, um, let's see, last year, so 2019 in uh, May, that was our first get together um, in Maryland Heights. We were able to increase, you know, the likelihood of of uh, black males not leaving education. And then we started a, a black educator symposium. And then from there, uh, it, it's just by, um, it's just amazing and humbling. To know that you know this is being recognized and also being held on to to the point where there's uh, awards and ceremonies for it. But it's the work that we already should be doing. Um, there just happens to be an award that goes next to it.
0: If you could snap your fingers and change one thing immediately that would help get more black men into the classroom, what would it be?
1: It would be changing policy. For example, um Our group, Black Males in Education for St. Louis, we are working towards creating a memorandum of understanding. And in that memorandum, it's um, to dive deep into line items that are specific to inclusion, diversity, equity, anti-bias, and anti-racism work. If I were to snap my finger, it would be for us to put this into effect, implement it, and then also be supported in that work for all school districts, for all kids, and all educators. That's what I would stand my finger
0: for. Daryl Diggs, thank you so very much for joining us today and, and best of luck with your project.
1: Thank you so much. It's, uh, it's a pleasure and an honor.
0: This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU.